0: I returned from Weimar to a house I'd never lived in, but Eric, Anne Marie, and my siblings had been living in the entirety of my time away. This new house was in Asheville, North Carolina. My options for the future were to continue college at a community college in the area or attend Southern Adventist University, one of the denominational institutes formerly associated with the religion. This school was considered liberal by Eric, Anne Marie, and others but is largely considered to be mainstream in its views and rules. One day, into classes for spring semester of 2015, the financial aid all fell into place and I moved into the dorm on campus, a few minutes from Chattanooga, Tennessee. During this one semester, I'd lose my virginity, explore my attraction to other genders, have my first girlfriend, spend the night with a boy, play the devil in a theatrical production in front of a few thousand people, have breakdowns, breakups, and begin to see the many shades of gray in the black and white life I'd always lived. This is Girl Found. I didn't need to make friends here. I had grown up knowing many of the 3,000 students. They were other pastor's kids, children of members, and youth group acquaintances. Some people I reconnected with after years of not knowing them, and picked up friendship as if no time had passed at all. That's the way it was with someone from my young childhood, who I hadn't had any contact with in 13 to 14 years. I didn't realize she was attending SAU until I ran into her on the quad. She was older by 3 or 4 years, and gave the impression she'd seen a lot of life already. She didn't know anyone on campus, so we spent a lot of time watching movies at her apartment on campus. I liked the attention, and she liked having company without having to meet new people. We watched everything from Ace Ventura to Firefly's two seasons. And one night, halfway through a movie, she laid down in my lap. We started making out, and I was late for curfew. Two nights later, we picked up where we left off. I had mixed feelings. I liked the attention. I wanted to learn, and without sex ed, practice makes perfect. But to this day, I'm not entirely sure it was my choice, my decision. Did I say yes, or did I not say no? I rode back to my dorm at 1.15am, just under the line for curfew. Lips tingling, brain on fire, and I cried myself to sleep. I was 20 years old. We remained friends, but it was weird after that. I auditioned for a part in the campus-wide passion production the school did every year. It was a large walk-through event that attracted approximately 6,000 people through the day. I auditioned for a disciple, and after, they asked me to cold-read the lines for Satan, tempting Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. That's the part they gave me. There's a reason I mention this. My questions, anger, and guilt came out in the lines that I memorized and in my performances. I even changed the lines and sought approval from my director. And as I stood on a seesaw of conviction, I voiced my doubts. One night I sat curled into my chair across from Joel, a pastor's kid from my region I knew as a child. He'd just told me that he was bisexual and the silence stretched. What he surely thought was my judgment forming was actually a circuit being completed in my mind. One wire touching another, a spark between them, and the light bulb blinking on. So am I. There's more to this story, so keep listening through this short break. Welcome back to Girl Found. I'm Evan Bates. Joining me again today is Charlie Corrigan. Thank you so much for joining me again.
1: Hello, hello. Happy to be here.
0: So today we're talking about something a little bit different, a little less uh, morose and <laughs> pensive, um, but just as befuddling. You ready to dive in?
1: You know, just push me in. Just. Okay. All right.
0: So (laughs) last time we talked, you told me that your pronouns are she, they. How do you identify and how has that changed over time?
1: Okay. So at this moment, um, I identify as a bisexual um, femme. And I say femme because I don't know.
0: Mm.
1: I know that I am a feminine person, but what else that means? Don't fucking ask me. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And it's, I talked to you about this the other day because I'm in a very confusing spot and you were like, you're in a confusing spot. Let's interview. (laughs)
0: Uh, Yeah. Well, when you put it like that. (laughs) So why, why is the spot that you're in confusing? Uh, what feelings are you experiencing right now about gender?
1: <laughs> At least you didn't tell me this would be a light episode.
0: <laughs> <laughs> there was no
1: lying to me involved. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, okay. I have some confusing thoughts about gender and that's the main the main gist of my confusing confusion here is what does gender matter? Outside of societal roles,
0: hmm.
1: because if being a woman is having a feminine, and I use that word, you know, obviously carefully, of right. cis female body hmm. and having feminine traits, mm-hmm. then I mean, as, that that means a self-identifying man could totally be feminine, you know be a female. Like, like it doesn't make sense, right? A woman,
0: mm-hmm.
1: if she's only defined by her body and her traits, really could be anyone, which is true. Mm-hmm. You can have, I mean, there are many different types of bodies for women. There are many different types of backgrounds for women, many different types of traits. Okay. So, mm-hmm. if gender is more than cooking, sewing, gathering flowers, and singing to birds, why Why do we have gender, basically, is where I'm at. Does my identifying gender matter? And I'm not sure that it does. Because Mm -hmm. I think the goal here is to have a society without gender norms.
0: Why do you think that having a society without um, gender norms would be um, beneficial?
1: I believe that gender norms are used to limit people. The you know, like I said, I don't have this very well thought out. Gender norms are used to limit feminine people. By feminine, I mean mm-hmm. people who display traits that are common in a cisgender, heterosexual, female way. So like men who wear nail polish or makeup are beaten down. Women who weightlift and um run executive positions are beaten down gender appears to me to be a way of limiting people it's a set of chains that we don't need so if we could have a genderless society where gender doesn't fucking matter yeah pronouns we'll keep the pronouns if we want but like oh it just it makes me mad
0: so what i hear you saying you know correct me if i'm wrong Please. but you're saying that the <laughs> only reason that gender exists is to benefit men
1: yes that's what i'm saying in what way does a gender stereotype benefit women? I mean tell me three. Hmm. And I will I will concede, but I can think I, of I couldn't tell you one that benefit men. Yeah. Yeah. So I couldn't
0: tell you one.
1: Yeah. It's the same it's the same problem that we I mean, it's a misogynistic problem that is also run into with race questions. You know? Hmm. Is there a race stereotype that benefits uh, by POC people? No, mm. there isn't. Mm. I mean, not that I can think of, not that I've heard commonly used by the people I work with or the people I lived with growing up. So, I mean, really, what are these like norms and stereotypes except chains?
0: Mm.
1: So that's where I'm at on gender. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's very interesting. Thank you for sharing. Um, So describe some of your feminine aspects and feminine characteristics that you see in yourself. Titties.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'm sorry, I couldn't help it. It was right there. Um,
0: Besides that.
1: (laughs) I enjoy looking um girlish feminine bright colors and skirts and such which men can wear too and should because they look hella fine um i mean i enjoy having longish hair which also men can do and do and look great my boyfriend has hair longer than mine it's gorgeous um i mean i feminine traits Girl, you got me in like a bind over here. I like to cook. <laughs> I like to sew. I talk to my cat. Like, <laughs> these are all things that people do, but are generally defined as feminine. Hmm. I wear dresses and, and and high heels, and I like to do my makeup now.
0: <laughs> hmm. So what I hear you saying is that your feminine aspects are things that are considered by society to be Feminine, yes. By tradition, to be feminine, yes. So tell me about your masculine characteristics. Um, What do you see in yourself that is atypical to what society considers feminine?
1: Well, if we're going with the whole nineteen fifties feminine look, (laughs) um, I mean, I enjoy being independent financially as well as like emotionally. I enjoy. Being a boss, running around, um, doing, like, running projects at work. I'm a dominant person in bed, which is very disturbing to a lot of insecure men. Hmm. Um, I, I mean, yeah, I enjoy being a boss, being in control, which is very masculine according to the world that... Uh, the patriarchy wants to have you know (laughs) in the world
0: Mm -hmm. so (laughs) yeah go ahead oh sorry did you have more no go ahead okay so what I hear you saying is that the things that you see in yourself as masculine are also things that society has said oh this is what it means to be a man
1: yes so you see my confusion here
0: I do. I, I do. So when you look when you human. look in the mirror. So when you look in the mirror, do you see and I don't mean physically. Like you can look in the mirror and see titties, but <laughs> that doesn't answer my question. When you look in the mirror, do you see a woman? Do you see a man? Or do you see neither?
1: When I answer with my feelings and not with my head I say I would say neither Hmm. Hmm. I would say I would say neither but I also enjoy identifying as a woman there's a lot of strength in being a woman you know there's a lot of there are a lot of good things about being a woman and the unity I have with other women is one of those things. I mean, obviously there's discord as well, but connecting to a woman on things that we have experienced, it feels good, you know? So it's Hmm. hard to say I identify another way. If the way I relate to people is now going to change, you know, Hmm. Which obviously mm-hmm. you know you've gone through, um, you've run the gamut of identities and gender identification and like, sexualities. You've really worked hard on finding out who you are. So, I'm a little I'm a little stuck.
0: What do you think would change for you if you started telling people that you are non binary?
1: I have a hard time visualizing being in B, you know? I have a hard time knowing what that means for me. There's a security in identifying as one of the two um, typically accepted genders. There's a great security in identifying as one of them. So I feel like it would kind of shake me to change my identity publicly Hmm. but I mean I also changed my name publicly and that shook me a little bit but I mean I did that so
0: (laughs) what do you think the positives would be for you if you started telling people that you identified as non-binary
1: honestly just thinking about it right now kind of gives me a feeling that's like yeah that makes sense you know, kinda of like, mm, that's a really good muffin. Like that's kind of the feeling right now. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. <laughs> um, as far as like how I relate to other people, I don't know what that would look like. It's it would be difficult because I have a very feminine body. Um, like I told you the other day, I don't think I could bind and Wearing like, men's pants has always been almost impossible for me because of like my hip-waist ratio. And I, I feel like it would be difficult to look androgynous. And is that really necessary if you're in to look androgynous? Or can you appear as one of the other genders? I don't know. I haven't really looked mm. any of this up. <laughs> <laughs> I think a part of me knows that I want to know, so I haven't tried to find out.
0: Well... Do you think that you could see yourself as non-binary and not be androgynous? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Now you talked about binding and you talked about wearing men's pants. (laughs) Um, Is that a desire for you to express more of your masculine identity?
1: It's something I want to try and see how it feels. Hmm. So I've tried thinking about it. And I mean, mm-hmm. in things like this, I tried like working through how I would feel about it. And I never really know until I do it. So, I mean, I've tried hmm. the button up shirts and such. And let me tell you, they do not work on me. But <laughs> like I said, I haven't tried finding. And I think I would like to see how it feels, see if it feels like like right, you know, like a good muffin.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Um, What do you think some of the advantages in life would be if you identified as a man?
1: Identified as or visually looked like?
0: (laughs) Um, If you identified. If
1: I identified as a man. Looks aside. I don't know if there are many because a lot of the benefits that society gives men are based on appearance or attitude. You know, like Mm -hmm. um, people who identify as male, how with, you know, long hair who wear dresses or bright colors or paint their nails or um, are as many put it flamboyant. They don't get treated the same as men who wear slate gray suits and have the stupidest haircut I've ever seen. That all mm. men, cis men, seem to have. <laughs> you know the one.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I, you I had know. It. <laughs> I was a victim of It that was haircut. a terrible
1: haircut, and I'm glad you're growing yours <laughs> oh, Thank you. <laughs> you know, so I mean, what benefits would I have identifying masculine as opposed to feminine? If really the only thing other people care about is the way you look and appear. Hmm. Oh, my God. I think I'm non-binary.
0: Is that the, I was going to ask, is that the reason that you've hesitated expressing or sharing some of your more masculine tendencies and identities? Is it because you are, you see that it wouldn't change much for the way that people see you? but it might bring some disadvantages.
1: Possibly. Possibly. And I've, I mean, I've run scenarios in my head of what would happen if I decide, you know, if I, you know, one day wake up and go, shit, I'm a dude and transition. What does that look like? What does that mean for me in society? I think I would have some benefits that, for example, you aren't getting as transitioning MTF. Is I how you say MTF? Um,
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: You're not getting as many benefits as I would get FTM, um, because of appearances. And also, mm-hmm. I mean, I'm sorry. I like having boobs, and I don't want to transition because I don't want to lose my boobs. <laughs> that's pretty much it. <laughs> Shit, that's pretty so, much the only reason so... I wouldn't identify as NB or masculine is because I like the way I look. And I enjoy my appearance, and that appearance is feminine, by society's definition.
0: So you're saying that if appearance had nothing to do with how you identify, that if your appearance could stay the same, that you would identify differently as what you identify now?
1: I think so. Yeah, I think so. Hmm. You have to understand, I'm working through all this literally right now at my supervisor's desk.
0: <laughs> I know, and I really appreciate your vulnerability and your willingness to talk about this.
1: I'm happy to. If they, I mean, they, if they can hear me, people who are in the break room, they can you know, either go fuck themselves or accept me for who I am. So, yeah. I think I understand better how I feel about all of this. And also it makes me really think I identify as a non-binary person. Because really, Hmm. what are the binaries except roles that the society that I and many other people hate have assigned us? Hmm. So tell me more. I need you to talk now.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I was going to ask you if you have any dysmorphia. Um, Have you ever experienced any dysmorphia about your body? I know previously when we talked on the podcast, you mentioned some of the shame that you felt as a child. Um, but today, do you feel any dysmorphia attached to the physical gender expressions that you have?
1: Some. Yes. Um, unfortunately I have worked very hard over the last two years to accept my body for the way it is, not for what I want it to be, not for fitness or weight or health, but just to accept my body and I'm doing better than I ever have looking at myself in the mirror and not feeling ashamed or disgusted I looked in the mirror today and I said damn girl you look great and that was cool (laughs) um (laughs) I do feel like there are some changes I want but I can't have you know some things that feel a little messed up to me that I just feel don't fit on my body, um, and I'm not talking like yeah, you I'm not talking like scars or curves. I'm talking like genital expression. Um, hmm. I I was born um, assigned female at birth. I have um, you know female reproductive system whatever, and I have never liked it, and I think I think for a long time I didn't appreciate my own body because I wasn't, you know, taught to, I was taught to be ashamed of it but now that I've come to terms with my vagina <laughs> my ovaries, my uterus I still don't feel like it's me I would rather have a signed male at birth Um, uh, general expression and put very succinctly Mm -hmm. I'd like a dick (laughs) (laughs) and I know that because um, I have experimented with packing I've experimented with using strap-ons in sex and I have 100% enjoyed myself more felt more comfortable at ease with a silicone penis.
0: <laughs> hmm. Well, thank you for your brutal honesty in working through how you identify, how you see yourself, um, some of your insecurities, some of your strengths. Um, this is a conversation that is really difficult to have. And I appreciate that you've been willing to have it with me. <laughs> Well, to make up for how long our last interview was, I think that we've reached about the end of this one, and I appreciate your willingness to talk with me. Um, thank you so much for the time that you've spent with me again.
1: I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me and also like help me work through my feelings on this.
0: Absolutely. Well, listeners, thank you again for joining us on Girl Found. I'm Evan Bates, and I hope that in this coming week, um, you make a pointed effort toward challenging your gender expressions that have either made you uncomfortable or just don't make sense, but they're what society has always expected of you. So thank you again for listening. Bye-bye.
1: Bye-bye.